And just like that, it's 2023 and welcome to Season 8 of The Trust Show. I hope you had a great holiday season and that you're off to a great start in 2023. And I also wish that 2023 would be a better year for you than any year you had in the past. I know, I know, I, I should probably address the issue of the Southwest Airlines holidays meltdown. And, and no doubt there are significant implications to trust, but I decided to leave this issue alone for now, especially since people are still stranded and are trying to get home, and the company is dealing with possibly the worst disaster in its history. I'll get to it another time. And the same goes to uh, for the data breach at one of the companies um, that keep all of our passwords safe, LastPass, and, and I'm actually using them. But don't worry, I'll get to it, just not today. I know that by now, I don't have to tell you how important trust is for your organization. Trust is the foundation for your organization's success. Lack of trust would be the cause for its demise. Hopefully, I don't have to convince you of any of that. And this episode will answer one simple question. What do I have to do this year to move the needle upwards, obviously, on the level of trust in my organization? This episode will also finally tie my own personal or professional efforts and, and the plan that I have to how you can build trust in your organization. I'll explain right after this. Welcome to The Trust Show. I'm Yoram Solomon, your host, the author of The Book of Trust and facilitator of The Trust Habits Workshop. My mission is simple. I want to help you form habits that build your trustworthiness because the answer to this question will have the biggest impact on your personal and professional success or failure. Can I trust you? There is no doubt that there has been a lot of time and a lot of learning that I made personally since that day in 2017 uh, when I realized that trust is the foundation and that my focus is going to be not just in general in organizational culture, but more specifically in the foundation for organizational culture, and that's trust. Uh, back in 2017, when I published the book, Culture Starts With You, Not Your Boss, that was the first time when I wrote a six-page chapter, it was the epilogue to that book, that's called Building Trust. It was also the first time that I started identifying the components of what makes one person trust another person. It has evolved dramatically since then, and late last year, 2022, was when I added the last layer, the fourth layer, to this model. So I'm going to talk about this in four phases. So I'm, I'm now looking at your organization and, and really answering the question, which is what I'm going to be doing today in this episode. I'm answering the question, what would it take for you to build trust in your organization? Assuming that you are in a position to do that. And I'm going to break it into four phases. And just kind of to give you a sense of what those phases are, 
before I start talking about phase one, phase one will be the launch. This will be the T0. This is when we decide or you decide that you want to build trust in your organization. And there are certain activities that need to take place at that point. Phase two, and, and I'm focusing now on the human resources function or the HR professionals, because I, I really do believe that they are in a perfect position to drive this effort in the organization. And I'll talk about that. I have talked about that in previous episodes as well. So phase two, if HR is going to build trust in the organization or whoever is going to build trust in the organization, first, they must be trusted by the organization. Nobody can help you become more trusted if you don't trust them. That person, that advisor, that coach, that mentor, who, whatever we call them, you have to trust them to accept what they're telling you and how they're helping you. So phase two is going to be how do we build trust in the HR function or whoever is going to be the champion of this effort in your organization. Maybe it's you. Phase three is going to be now that that person or, or HR is trusted, phase three is training them. And this is the fourth layer, training them to coach others through the same process that they went through. Stage four is going to be to actually building trust, one person at a the time. These are the four stages. At the end of this episode, I'm, I'm going to talk a little about my own personal plan for 2023, my own trust habits, uh, my, my institute, my, my organization's plan for 2023, and you'll see how these things fit. So let's start with phase one, launching an effort to build trust in your organization. And I have four different uh, components for it. Uh, the first one is a, a kickoff workshop. So here's the thing. When, when you think about that, uh, in terms of, of your people, they need to know, they need to understand what's going on, what's about to happen this year. Uh, they need to know what to prepare for. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard when, when somebody kind of piecemeals the process to you and just tells you, now do this, now do that. They want the big picture. By the way, giving the big picture is a major part of a very innovative, creative, and, and productive culture. It's it's kind of, it's part of autonomy. It's, it's giving you the, the big picture of, where things are, and, and what's about to happen. Um, so the way I propose to start this is with a workshop, with a kickoff workshop that takes them through the trust habits process. It, it doesn't take them through the process, but what the process is. Uh, this, this is typically made, uh, these, these are the first three layers. You know, layer number one is the motivation or inspiration. And, and that's true for any process. You know, you're not going to go through any effort if you're not motivated enough. If the motivation is lower than the effort, then you're not going to do it. The motivation has to be higher. So just like the process starts with motivation, so does the workshop. The workshop starts with motivation and inspiration of why trust is important. Uh, because if, if again, if, if you don't know why trust is important, if you don't feel the trust is important, 
Why should you go through the effort? You know, why not spend the time, energy, and money maybe in, in other places? The second part is education. Okay, so you're motivated. Uh, now you need to be educated. What is trust? The, the definition of trust. The eight laws of trust. How trust behaves. And then, once you understand trust and how it behaves, the, the next layer on that is the relative, what I call the relative trust model or trustworthiness model. And that is, these are the six components of how do people decide whether they trust you or not. The third part of that workshop uh, is, is not very long, but it's, it's really the application. This is the meat in the, the meat of, of the process, this is the explanation of the seven-step trust habits process. And we're not taking people in that workshop. This should probably be a two-hour workshop, not more than that. And you wouldn't take people through the process right there. This is your HR or whoever the champion is, is going to do it. And, and maybe it's you. But... Um, they're going to take people through the process. Right now, it's just the understanding of the process. So when somebody goes through the process with them, they really understand what's going on. They know what to expect. So that's that's the first uh, part, uh, the kickoff workshop, have a workshop so that everybody who's going to be involved in the process, uh, all the employees essentially, are going to be uh, engaged with it. A, a second part uh, and, and it's not really a second part, as it's an, an alternative. Um, I have a, an online course called Trusted at Work. In the first two months of the year, uh, we're going to have the second version of it, the, the 2023 version. I shouldn't say the second. It's the 2023 version. It's already the fifth version. Um, and that's for, one, it's for employees who could not make the workshop. You know, it's hard to shut down a company and say, now everybody has to attend the workshop. So sure, you can do two workshops and have half the employees in one of them, half in another. But there's always someone who couldn't make it, uh, whether they were sick, they were on duty, they were out of the country or something. And, and you can't really plan everything around one person. So the uh, the alternative is to take an online course. It's, it's also good for remote employees. Some companies are located, and today it's, it's less and less the case that everybody's located physically in person in the same place. We got a lot more remote employees. And by the way, I talked about that in the past in this podcast, and I'll talk about that in this season as well. Uh, trust and remote employees. Can you trust remote, remote employees, and, and how do you build that? Um. So, so that's good for them as well. You don't have to fly them over. You can let them use the course. Uh, and, and the one advantage of this course is that uh, it's self-paced. You do it at your own time. It's uh, full of videos. I think that the uh, current version has 72 videos, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it has handouts. It has worksheets. It has self-assessments. And, and it's really parallel to that uh, workshop uh, in person. Next part, and, and I should say, why not actually have a full day workshop, which you can, and, and in that workshop, you let the employees actually go through the entire process and, and develop their own plans, trust habits plan. 
Uh, the risk is that th there are several risks. One of them is that they may identify the wrong relationship. Th this is what I, why I want to train somebody, a champion or HR, train them or you to uh, champion the process, to help others through the process so that they don't identify the wrong relationship so that they don't identify the wrong behavior, which is really easy to say, you know what, I know what I'm doing wrong. And, uh, and that's the behavior. That's the old behavior that I want to change. Uh, something else that might happen is that they, they identify the right behavior. They identify in the right relationship, uh, but they build an ineffective plan. And, you know, and, and it's not that, that you have, that your employees are not smart enough. It's everything that you do, everything that I do doesn't work very well the first time. Works very well the, the 30th time that you do it, but not so much the first time. First time is is possibly going to fail. You know, it, one of the things that I do for fun is I fly in a flight simulator, a digital combat flight simulator, which is very, very realistic. And uh, one of the things that I do, I, I, the plane I like to fly, actually the plane I love more than any other plane ever built is the FA-18 Hornet or the Super Hornet. And um, part of uh, flying that plane is landing it on an aircraft carrier. It took 70, 70 attempts for me to land an F-18 on an aircraft carrier, a simulated aircraft carrier. With the wind, with the fact that the uh, runway is actually 10 degrees um, counterclockwise from where the uh, ship is going, the, the carrier is going, uh, so that the uh, runway keep to, keeps on moving to the right. Uh, it's a very short runway. You have to hit the wire. There are four wires there. Took me 70 attempts. So what makes you think that employees are going to be, and you are going to be, building the right plan, the effective plan the first time. So that's why I'm, I'm, I want to train professionals within the organization to help other employees do that. So that, that's a risk that, you know, they can identify the wrong relationship. They can identify the wrong behavior to change. Uh, they can build a plan that's going to be ineffective. Uh, there might be no accountability partner and that, that, doubles pretty much doubles the probability of success or I would, it's going from 50% to 95% uh, a better way to look at it is it reduces the probability of failure by a 10x factor from 50% down to 5%. So uh, they don't have an accountability partner. And that's exactly why I want to rely on somebody within the organization, maybe the HR function or anybody else, any other champion. Uh, the, the last part of it is we really need to have a company kickoff. You really need to have a company kickoff. Uh, one of the things that I do is uh, customize the, uh, the book of trust, the mini version. I, I never recommend that anybody starts with the full version, the complete version, because the complete version is uh, 550 pages long. It's over 190,000 words. Uh, if, if you're interested in really the research behind uh, my models and, and everything that I talk about. Um, if you're really interested in that and or, or want to dig deeper, then by all means, get the complete book of trust. Uh, but what I do is typically recommend that you start with the mini book of trust. That's only 180 pages. And, and 
I think 40,000 words, something like that. Uh, much easier to digest and all. And uh, one of the things that I do is or recommend is get this book to all the employees. And one of the things that, that's important, and you know, it's minor, but it makes a big difference. Customize that book to your company. So I can put the logo. I always uh, recommend getting a letter from the CEO, a one, two page later letter from the CEO to include in the forward to this book, because there's nothing that shows more commitment than this, complemented with one other thing. And that is, I typically ask the CEO or whoever the main champion, the top champion of this effort to be, uh, and I prefer for it to be the CEO, record a short video, which I will edit and, and add some stuff myself um, to kick this off. Because there's nothing, I mean, if, if you think about just buying the mini book of trust and giving it to the employees and saying, hey, we're kicking off this effort. We're going to be building trust in this company. It's important for us in 2023. It's one thing to just give them a book. It's another thing to give them a book that also has your company logo on the cover and a letter from your CEO combined with a video from your CEO that says, listen, this is important. This is an order of magnitude sh showing uh, more commitment by the company. So that's the phase one, the kickoff. You start with a workshop. Whoever can't afford, uh, can't be there, not can't afford it, can't be there, uh, give them the online course. It, it's going to be uh, a little longer than the workshop, uh, considering that the workshop is really aimed here at uh, um, just you know, uh, the, the, the giving you the, the big picture of what the process is going to be. Um, and uh, kicking it off with a customized book with a letter from your CEO and a video from your CEO. If phase one started at T0, T minus zero or T plus zero, then phase two happens within the first 30 days after that. Remember, I told you, if, if the HR function, the, the HR professionals are going to be the one helping people in the organization become more trusted, then they have to be first trusted by those people they're going to help. And uh, why do I believe that HR is the perfect position to drive this? HR people are trained in soft skills. They're, they're trained in understanding people, in understanding organizations. Hardly anybody else in the organization is trained with that. Uh, general managers, uh, production managers, uh, CFOs, uh, all of those are trained in very specific disciplines, but not in the disciplines that are so applicable to building trust in the organization. So they have the right training and the right mindset. The second thing is, you know, it's it's easy for me to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to send you consultants. I'm going to send you coaches um, and and they're going to give you, you know, this external viewpoint. But they're not going to know the people and the dynamics and the organization. Your people who are inside the organization, they know the people they're going to work with. They understand the dynamics that, that an external consultant will never get. 
or, or it will take a very long time, a, a steep learning curve to understand the dynamics. They understand the organization. They understand the culture of the organization. And that's critical to be effective in, in that role. Uh, we need an accountability partner. I already told you, you double the probability of success. You reduce the probability of failure by a factor of 10. But somebody has to be the accountability partner and they can be the accountability partner. They're already there. They can stay on top of that process. Finally, it's just more economical than, than hiring people from the outside. Now, let me be frank. I could make more money. I, Yoram, could make more money for my company, my organization, if I would send coaches to you, consultants to you. I, I could make more money. I think I want to make it more economical for you and more effective for you. And that's why I chose this this other alternative, the train the trainer. I'm, I'm going to train your, your internal coaches. Now, so this is why I think HR is, a, is in the perfect position to drive this effort within the company. But now the issue is, can they be trusted? Research showed that 80% of people and, and in some cases, it showed more than 80%. On average, I think it was like 70% showed that HR, the HR function in the organization is not trusted. And I know why. And, 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 and specifically, we're talking about not trusted by the employees. There was an article actually on, on SHRM, on, on the SHRM blog. That's the, here's the title of that article. Why HR doesn't exist to help employees. Well, that's great. Then who does? The courts, lawyers, is this where we want to go? Or do we want to create the, the, the culture where we don't need those things? You know, one of my pet peeves is uh, how much we spend, we Americans, spend on civil litigation. And uh, the last I checked, I actually, my first TED Talk was on that. And, and when I gave that first TED Talk in 2018, we spent, the, the Ameri America, US, we spent... 1.7% of our GDP or over $300 billion a year on civil litigation. Today, or last I checked in 2022, that number went up to 2.3% and more than $400 billion. And just so that you know, out of 193 companies, uh, not companies, countries recognized by the United Nations, only 29 make a GDP, a gross domestic product. They produce more than what we spend in a year on civil litigation. Unbelievable. So research shows that uh, that the HR function, the HR people are not, the HR department is not trusted 80% of the time. You can't help employees building trust if they don't trust you first. So what do we do about it? So in the first 30 days, in fact, on day one, we need to launch a survey at the kickoff, so right with the kickoff is when we're going to launch the survey to get the sense of what issues are there in trusting HR in your specific organization. 30 days later, what we will do is create a workshop, a trusted HR workshop just for the HR people. Or again, it's whoever the champions are. I, I use the word HR because I really think that the HR people are the right people, but different organizations might have different people who are going to be in the right function, in the right position to build trust in the organization. 
So when I say HR, this applies to you as well. So the second part is a workshop. This is a full day workshop just for you to start working on those things that we found in our survey that we did on day one, on T plus one. So 30 days later, and 30 days is really just so that we can collect enough input, analyze that input, customize the workshop a little uh, to, to address those specific things, and then hold the workshop. Then we're going to stop. We're going to give you 90 days to work on those things. It does two things. One is it builds your trustworthiness among the people you're going to help after the training, which is phase three. The second thing is it helps you understand the process firsthand through experiencing it on yourself. There's almost nothing that's going to help you help other people more than having gone through the process yourselves. So we're going to give you 90 days to go through this process And then we're going to have our training in phase three. Phase one started at day zero. We also started a survey in day zero. 30 days later, after we have results analyzed and modified, we did a workshop for the HR professionals in phase two. We gave you, them, 90 days to uh, work on it, uh, build their own trustworthiness, And here in phase three, we're going to go through an HR training. This is that fourth layer that I talked about. So if layer one is motivation, you have to motivate people to do something. Phase two is education. Uh, What is trust? The eight laws of trust, the six components of the relative trust uh, model, uh, understanding how people look at you. Now, you know, phase three, uh, level three is application. This is the process itself, the trust habits process. Level four, which is the new one, the first instance of this one is going to take place January 25th through 27th in Dallas. Um, And that's training on how to help others. This is no longer a half day or two hour or or a full day workshop. This is a three day workshop uh, that other than explaining the process very carefully, It actually also takes you through how do you apply to other people. There are going to be parts of it that are going to repeat uh, what you've gone through in the previous workshop. But first, because some people may not have gone through the first step. But the second part is because you want to reiterate them. You went through the process, but you need to go back to the basics. So it's, you know, it's done in a different way, but but it's still going back to the basics. That's the fourth layer. It's a three-day workshop. After that three-day workshop, you are ready to start helping people, individuals, build their own trustworthiness and therefore build trust in the organization in phase four. Immediately after phase three, after that three-day workshop, training workshop, uh, it's a master class. I call it the master class. Uh, you can find it in my website, in trusthabits.com slash master class. You can find the details of that, that workshop, that, that master class. 
Phase four starts immediately after that. And this is where you start building trust in the organization, one person at a time. So it's really up to your bandwidth. How many people can you support at the same time? Uh, you really need, for that reason, to focus on the critical relationships. And, and I'm going to give you tools in in uh, the three-day masterclass. I'm going to give you tools to decide what are the critical relationships you need to focus on first. Uh, ideally, eventually, you get to all relationships in the organization. But you want to start with the critical ones. The critical ones... Uh, not only that they have more immediate impact to organizational outcomes and performance, but they also tend to trickle down. You know, take, for example, relationships between executives, uh, the executives that had different silos in the organization. Let, let's say that you have a silo problem, which, by the way, is going to be uh, the topic of one of the next uh, episodes in this uh, podcast. Let's say that you have silos in the organization. Often it happens because of a lack of trust between the leaders of those two silos. Let's say engineering and marketing. Engineering doesn't trust marketing. Marketing doesn't trust engineering. And it really starts at the top. If you can work at that top relationship, most likely that will trickle down to their organizations. So that's that's another thing to consider. Um, and, and it's really, it's down to, uh, to how many relationships are there in the organization. And it's very simple. If you have N employees or X employees in the company, X square is how many relationships you have. And I know you're thinking it's not X square, it's X, it's X times X minus one, because that's the number of relationships. And that's true, except that you treat the two opposite directions of the same relationship differently, which means you have X square relationships. If you have an organization with 10 employees, you have 100 relationships, 100 trusting relationships to work on. If you have an organization with 1,000 employees, you have a million relationships to work on. So it's really limited by what, by what you can swallow and your ability to identify what are the top, the most critical ones. Um, I'm estimating it at about 10 to 20 hours per employee uh, to kick the process off. So when you start working with an employee, assume spending about 10 to 20 hours, it's not going to be straight because you're going to be interviewing people, you're going to be writing papers, you're going to interview the employee themselves several times uh, so that you identify the relationship, you identify the behavior, and you help them make the plan. So I'm really counting on you to make the plan for them, with them. Um, guide them through making the plan, which might be even better. But assume taking about 10 to 20 hours to kick it off per employee, then it's going to be 90 to 180 days for the employee to form a new habit. Because really the, the process is you're going to identify, you're going to help them make a plan. The plan is to form a new habit that changes an old behavior. Uh, we're going to give them 90 to 180 days until you feel that this is working. And by the way, at that during that period, all you have to be is their accountability partner. That's a weekly interaction. That interaction can be an email. 
preferably you stop by and say ask them how it's going needs to be predictable they need to know that you're coming they need to know that they had to have achieved several things or performed several actions um and one other thing that you're going to get through that process is you're going to get an ongoing support from me. We're going to have a group. We're going to have regular meetings where we can go over things. Uh, so there's going to be a monthly webinar. Um, and uh, But you're going to get ongoing support as well through a, a community, an online community. That's it. That's the plan. That's that's how you build trust in your organization. Uh, so it's through four phases. Phase one is the kickoff. That's the launch. Um, that has the uh, a short workshop for all employees, complemented, supplemented by an online course, uh, maybe giving them a customized book with a customized video from the CEO. Phase two. We build trust in you, the the HR professional or, or whoever the champion is. Um, that's going to be done through a, a combination of an assessment and 30 days later, a workshop for you. Phase three, and, and then we're going to give you 90 days to work on it. Phase three is training for you. Uh, this is a three-day training for you on how to build trust, how to help others. So this is the train the trainer, if you will. And phase four is just doing it, just building trust in the organization, one person at the time. Now I'm, I'm gonna take it on a more personal basis. Where am I in all of this? Um, I have to, again, as I said at the beginning, say that um, my thinking has evolved over time in how you do it, what's the right thing to do, what's the most effective thing to do, experience I had with uh, with customers. Um, and, and based on that, I decided what the building blocks are, and those are what, what I described to you until now. Uh, so where am I on everything here? The workshop, the kickoff workshop is done, ready, have been delivered many, 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 many times. The books are ready. Uh, The process of customizing them and and creating the video is ready and was already done. Um, The uh, online course, I already have the current version, which, as I said, there there are already four versions. This is going to be the fifth one, uh, the 2023 version. I do want to make some modifications um, I actually want to make a mini version of it. Um, so it's not really for people to do it themselves as it is a replacement for the two-hour workshop just so that they'll understand uh, what's going on. Um, I have a tool that, that I already started using on, on organizations that I call Trust Tracker 360. And, and that's an assessment of trust. I'm going to be modifying it specifically to the HR function. Again, remember the trust is relative. And so the it's different questions that I'm going to ask along the same six components of uh, trustworthiness um, of the relative trust model along the same six components. But I'm going to ask slightly different questions that are more relative to HR and the trust in HR. So there's going to be a modification of that uh, to, to uh, be available. Uh, the trust in HR uh workshop is really a variant of the regular workshop so it's kind of done and ready it's just addressing specific things 
that we're getting from the workshop. Uh, from the the assessment, and and I'll tell you that that this is something that I've been doing, uh, starting with an assessment in an organization, and then uh, plugging in what did we find out, what are the areas we want to work on as an organization versus as individuals. Um, so that's the uh, workshop for HR for the trust in HR, I should call it, and uh, the three day training session is actually ready. The first uh, instance is going to take place uh, in partnership with Dallas HR. This is one of the biggest mega chapters in Sherm. And so it's going to be combined with them in their offices. The space is limited, by the way. So if you're interested in being there, I would say this is the time to go and register. Um, it's going to take place January 25th through 27th. It's in Dallas. Um, you can find more information in uh, trusthabits.com slash masterclass. I hope this inspired you or motivated you to know that there is a plan. And there is a plan on how you can build trust in your organization. I'm behind it. The research that I've done is behind it. Uh, the different parts, you, you saw how they fit into place. Uh I did not create that based on what I wanted to do. I created that based on what I believe you need to be able to build trust in the organization. And the way to build that is by helping your employees form new habits that change all behaviors that will build trust and transform the organization. I think you're going to see me a lot and hear me or read from me a lot more this year. Uh, I've already got four of my articles published in uh, HR.com. Uh, you're, you should expect seeing more of them. Obviously, I have my own blog. Uh, Sherm already published the first uh, article I sent them in their blog. You're going to see more of those. Uh, and you're going to see me in person in more Sherm conferences, uh, different state conferences, uh, chapter conferences, and at some point, uh, hopefully the national conference. That's not going to happen in 2023. The other conferences are. I hope to see you. I hope to inspire you and motivate you to build trust in your organization. What would you like to know about trust and trustworthiness? Let me know and I'll answer it in a future episode. I would love to hear from you. Email me at yoram at thetrustshow.com. If you like this episode, subscribe to the show so you will automatically get notified when I release a new episode. Rate it. Write a review for this podcast because those ratings help not only you, but also others looking for podcasts just like this. If you're looking for more resources to learn about how to build trust, be trusted, or know who to trust, look up my workshops, online courses, books, or go to my website, trusthabits.com. And remember that the answer to these two questions will have the biggest impact on your personal and professional success or failure. Can I trust you? And can you trust me? Thank you for listening or watching The Trust Show.